Jeremy, can I ask you something? What's up? So, how, how does this happen? So, I go into work today, and there is a trail of poo smears around the store <laughs> on the floor. Nice. Just going around the store, and I'm like, well, why, A, why is that there? B, are people really that gross? And C, why has no one cleaned it up? D, did they tell anybody about it? Probably now, not for that last one. Now, I need more context here. Was it like smush poop, like somebody stepped in some shit and walked through the store? Or did it look like somebody like let their toddler like ass drag through the store? <clears throat> okay, so it looked like somebody had stepped in shit and then walked through this, the store, except they were like not shoe prints. They were like little smears every so often. And I went into the bathroom and I looked at the toilet because that's always what I do. Anytime I see something on the floor, like did I tell last week, I think, or it might have even happened before, since we've last recorded where I went over to the bathroom and there was like a little fucking Hershey's kiss sitting in the bathroom hallway. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, so then I walk into the bathroom and I open the bathroom door and there's another one sitting on the ground. And I'm like, oh, no. So I open the stall and I look at the toilet. Toilet was completely fucking clean. I'm like, well, what the fuck happened here? So I cleaned those up. So today. Well, at least they like wiped and flushed after the shit. Yeah, but they could have picked their turds up. If they left on the ground. <laughs> I mean, would you have? <laughs> yes, because uh, I'm a respectable human being. I would have played the fifth and just, but I don't know how that shit got on the floor. <laughs> it, it, it was small. I mean, it looked like it was probably a kid, but still clean up after your fucking kids. Anyway. Um, My thing is how were they not wearing underwear or pants? I don't know. They shake like, it out of their short leg. I don't know what the fuck. Did anybody bring a so, dog in there or something? So today, I go and check the toilet. And how do I describe? You know how like when you clean something, but you don't clean it well, it leaves behind like an orangish hue? Yeah. And I don't mean blood, even though I know blood does that. But like this was like an orangish, orangish brownish hue all over the toilet seat in the side of the toilet. And I was like, what the fuck, people? Which leads me to my question of how do people just, like, bend over and spray the fucking toilet? I'll never understand that. It has to be intentional, right? I, you would think so, unless you're really that sick. And if you bend over, like, maybe don't bend over so far. Yeah, Maybe pull your pants down and just in one fluid motion introduce your ass to the toilet seat like every other human being in the world does <laughs> so also today i'm uh doing truck because uh oh yeah listeners uh my store got robbed this past saturday yeah it was me somebody straight hopped the pharmacy counter and went back there and told him open up the fucking narcotics safe it was me i was like put all the cialis and viagra in a bag i gotta get the <laughs> fuck out of here but uh so I'm I'm doing the truck on the back wall. I'm doing first Ooh. aid, which is back by the bathroom. Not to yeah. interrupt, but fun challenge. <laughs> Take a Viagra and a laxative, and whoever gets a boner or shits themselves first loses. Jesus Christ. Because like you, you gotta stay relaxed to not get a boner, <laughs> but if you stay relaxed, you're gonna shit your pants. So you're you're kinda in a quandary there. That reminds me of a TikTok that I saw, but I think you sent it to me. Probably the, the one about the uh, they didn't have any cough medicine, so he yeah. gave him a laxative. Now he's scared to death to cough. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. 
But this dude comes walking by me and he looks sketchy, right? He's in like full winter clothing. It's not cold outside. Yeah. And he's got like a backpack and everything. He goes, oh, oh, hey, man, um, I got my stuff with me. I, I got to go to the bathroom, though. And I was like, okay. Like, yeah. even if he was going to rob the entire store of everything in that ba- put it in that backpack and walk out, there's nothing I can do about it, according yeah. to policy, right? Plus, you're like, dude, they don't pay me enough. I don't give a shit. Take whatever I don't give want. a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but he goes into the bathroom, and he's in there for a long time. Yeah. And I was like, and I mean, like, an hour he was in that stall. So he finally leaves, and I have been, like, waiting to go in there and use it. Well, I've been waiting to go in there and piss and then sit on the toilet for five minutes, take a fucking break. Yeah. So I go in the bathroom and there's two things I notice immediately. One, you know, those little things on lighters that you can pop off the little, yeah, like, like the safety guard thing Yeah. that's laying on the floor in there and it smells like heated metal in the bathroom. And I'm like, this motherfucker just went in there and shot up heroin. I guarantee it. Yep. In there. Guarantee. Free basin. <laughs> that, that, or he was just straight up. Like heating a spoon, sitting yeah. on the toilet, heating a spoon with that shit in there because you need a little water to mix it with. I don't know if I will yeah. tell you how I know that. Oh, well, yeah. I will tell you Pulp Fiction. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it's uh, I, I I did like glance in the toilets or not the toilets. I'm sorry, the trash cans for needles, but I didn't see any because that's a hazard. But, yeah, but yeah. And then uh, at some point last week, uh, there was a stabbing in high ridge about a mile and a half away from me and somebody died and i knew the person who died so there's that fun stuff it was a fucking drive by down by megan's house not that long ago dude florida's going to shit bro i hate this fucking uh, state so much i don't know if you can say going to shit i think it just is shit yeah i hate this state i would love to move out i hate the south in general i want to move me to like too. the netherlands nothing bad ever seems to happen there <laughs> yeah yeah, that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be a bad idea. I'd like to go just somewhere. Anywhere, Switzerland, just, Sweden, Finland, you know. Just fucking leave Florida, never look back. Fuck the humidity. Fuck the people here. Fucking Japan, like over Christmas, I think, or somewhere around the Christmas holiday, everybody in the country gets like two weeks off of work. Like, yeah, dude, a lot of European countries do that. Like, fuck yeah, man. Fuck fuck being here. I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. And fucking Video games are such a big deal in Japan oh, yeah. that they they specifically release Dragon Quest games on like Saturdays. Yeah. So like no one's at fucking work when it comes out because no one will come into work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is tremendous. But anyway, we got to learn Japanese. So. You're listening to Yap Spot. This is yet another BS podcast yeah. with Dalton and Jeremy. I'm Dalton. He's Jeremy. What you been up to this week, bud? Uh, what have I been up to this week? Not much. Working. Going home. Uh, today was my one day off for the week, and I was productive as fuck. I cleaned the bathroom. I cleaned the kitchen. I cleaned the living room. I cleaned the dogs' bowls and crate and stuff. Um, and then Gus wa- shit yeah. everything. Well, then Gus puked on the couch and the floor, mostly on the floor. So, but it's like, dude, bulldog puke is fucking gross because it's like ninety percent phlegm. So it's just slimy and just, oh my God, it's fucking gross. Um, so I cleaned that up again. Um, then I washed dishes, cooked a lasagna, fucking just hung out the rest of the time, took a bath before we recorded because it felt like relaxing. Um, yeah. Went, I'm helping my mom, trying to help my mom clear out the property. 
and there's a storage trailer my grandparents put like a single wide trailer just full of shit so we went up there because we're talking about renting a dumpster and just clearing all that out cleaning the property up and all when they were looking around i found two i posted them in discord two tv trays you remember those from when we were kids little metal tv tray with the legs that folded out yeah found two of them i found an alf and i found a gi joe and they sell for about $30 a piece on eBay, but, like, they're kind of fucking cool. Like, I kind of want to just keep them. So, keep them, bro. Why not? I had a Mario Brothers one that I used a lot when I was a kid, but I remember, I seem to remember finding that as an adult, and I think I got rid of it because it was beat all to hell. It was really rusted and gross. I think I ended up getting rid of that. You know, it's funny when you're going through, like stuff that was other people's like i have these things in the garage that are just like these rectangle clocks yeah but you there's like this weird fish thing on the side that when you turn it on it just slowly scrolls by with a light behind it and stuff and it's like i had no reason to keep that but i did yeah i think they're gone now but i was like oh those are cool you know so i mean something there's some things like that i mean just fuck fuck it just keep it if you like it keep it but true as far as something being gross and old and destroyed and stuff, then yeah, I don't mind. I don't, yeah. I don't blame you getting rid of it. Yeah, it was just so beat up that uh, it just wasn't worth keeping anymore. But uh, I watched Wakanda Forever finally last night, and I thought it was pretty good. A lot of people were shitting on it. I thought it was a decent story. Um, Why are people shitting on it? Who knows? Because it's fair Black fair Panther enough. without Chaz- Chadwick Boseman. I think some people are shitting on it because it's a black superhero movie. Um, just the general, everybody likes to shit on everything nowadays. So insert whatever ridiculous reason here. Oh, bro. You should go peep the comment section for Hogwarts legacy on any social media. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Fucking a, I've seen some streamers have been streaming it already. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they got early copies or what. A lot of them do. A lot of the bigger streamers and YouTubers and shit will get early access copies to hype people up to go buy it day one because like you may be on the fence about it and then like one of your favorite youtubers starts playing and you watch like the first couple videos like damn i really got to play this like that's happened that happened to me with four with uh f1 2021 because the new cars were coming out in 2022 i was like i'm not really gonna buy 21 you know i don't really have the money i'll just skip this one i'll buy 22 Start watching a couple of my favorite YouTubers playing it, and I'm like, God damn it. Fucking got to go buy it now. So, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll definitely be picking that up day one, um, <clears throat> paycheck permitting, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get people's reasons, and I totally respect their reasons for not wanting to play it or not wanting to support it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But, like, at the end of the day, regardless if jk rowling is a huge piece of shit or not i really like that world she created so i'd like to play that game and like like we've said before on the show you're not hurting her by not buying this game she's probably getting pennies if anything from this game so she's not getting royalties on copies i'm sure i'm sure they paid her some upfront licensing fee and whether you buy it or not the only thing you're doing by not buying it is you're hurting the dev teams and you're making it less likely for more shit like this to be made in the future. Yeah. Not necessarily Harry Potter, but could be some other work. Could be a Ninja Turtles JRPG that this team wants to work on or something. And 
they were going to use the money from Hogwarts Legacy to make that, and then they didn't get the money from Hogwarts Legacy, so they had to put that on the shelf. Like, you never, you never know what's in the pipeline. So, if this was directly benefiting her, like the sales of the game, I would say, yeah, fuck her. Don't, and I, if you don't want to buy it because you feel like it supports her, that's your choice. Like, you do what you want to do or do what makes you happy. But yeah, if you want to play it, I'm not going to give you any shit for it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Play it the, uh, and make your character's name J.K. Rawlings is a cunt. <laughs> um, anything else you've been up to? Uh, not really. Yeah, I watched Wakanda Forever and the newest episode of Last of Us last night. Both were really good. Next week's episode of Last of Us is going to be fucking nuts. Um, been playing. I played some more Persona Five. Yeah. Did you ever watch Death Note? No, but that is actually on my list of. Things you need to watch. to watch it if you, as much as you like Persona Five, you would like Death Note. I feel like they're very in line with each other. So you know the premise of Death Note, right? Yeah. So like he has a uh, Light Yagami has a book. He writes people's names in it, and they die. And of course, he targets criminals. So very similar. I know we were talking a little bit earlier today about the like the skill tree and shit like that from Persona Five and yeah, like it's well, quote unquote skill tree. It's like yeah. your social skills, your social skill star. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that's the one beef I have with it so far is they don't show you how many points you have or how many points you need in your social skills, which sucks. So yeah, it's kind of just a keep at it till they go up type thing yeah which i kind of get um but basically what i've been doing is i'll just pick one and i'll focus on that until it goes up a rank and then i'll move to the next one (laughs) just go around the star like that so i've gotten them all up to level three of five now so oh yeah you've been working on social uh social social links i almost said social skills but that's what we're talking about so your social links the confidants is that what you mean Yeah. yeah 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 Yeah, I've been working on some of those, yeah. Have you uh have you picked the waifu yet? I'm not super, super into that. I don't know. Don't spoil it for anybody. I don't know if you actually get to pick a relationship for the game. So I'll wait and see if that happens. I'm sure you're gonna drag me on the Steam machine to talk about it whenever everybody finishes. Yeah, probably. So keep your ears peeled for that. Um I was just curious. But yeah, I like the, I think I told you, I like the redheaded girl. I forget her name. Oh yeah. She's the new one. So I'm not. Yeah. She's like a, she's like a first year or something. Yeah. She was added in Royal. Her and, uh, Takami, the goth doctor. Yeah. Takami's a bad bitch. I love her. And, uh, Um, the fucking Yakamata, the teacher. Oh yeah. Miss, Miss Takamaki. Takamaki. Yeah. Yeah. Takamaki. Yeah. yeah, I love her too. She's a so, sweetie. Yeah, I'm trying to say without spoiling it because I know there are people that listen to this that haven't played it and are going to be playing it. So, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I, know. I, I don't know if Nate and Willie have started it or not. No. So, tell me to get can, on it. I can answer that for you. They're already a month into the year. <laughs> they better fucking get on it. Um, if they well, play, fun, if they play ten hours a month of that game, it's going to take them the rest of the year to finish it. <laughs> It's super long, yeah. I'm I'm curious yeah. if uh, 
if you or those guys are going to get so when they did Royal, it's the same thing they do with all the Persona games, where it's like they release it, and then later on they release like a definitive edition, quote-unquote, for yeah. it, where it comes with all the DLC and added extra content, and usually that's an extra month or two at the end of the year. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing with Persona 5 Royal is you could play through the entire fucking game and not get that last part because you didn't do something right. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see if y'all will get there, because I'm using a guide for it, because I already played it, I know the story... So I'm trying to 100% achieve this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I considered that, but if it's something I may have to go back and replay it to get, I'm not going to do it. But yeah, understandable because it's a long ass game. Yeah, and I'm not as into it as you are. <laughs> so, but uh, what about you? How's your week been? As you choke to death. Oh, sorry about that. <clears throat> uh. My week has been a week. Seven uh, days consecutive. It's been seven consecutive days. Um, I don't know, just dealing with uh, anxiety and other things and uh, going to work and dealing with things at work. I will tell you what I have been doing, though. Um, I've been watching some animes that I haven't seen before. Yeah. So I started one. I haven't gotten super far into it, but it's called uh, Mayo, uh, Mayo Cheeky, I believe is how you say it. And it's about this dude who has who's he's like afraid of women. Yeah. Because his mom and his sister are super huge professional wrestling fans and they just beat the shit out of him all the time doing nice. wrestling moves to him. And then uh he ends up meeting this girl who apparently like helps him along. I haven't gotten that far yet. But uh one series that I did start and I ended up finishing the whole thing is called um Monster Masume, which I think people normally just shorten that to uh, Monmusu. Yeah. But it's uh, everyday life with monster girls, and it was a cool show, man. There was like naked titties in it all the time and stuff. It was it was nice. Um, Harem uh, and the Labyrinth of Another World is a good one that I've been watching. Um, I watched there's, and oh, go ahead. There's one I want to watch, and I'll, if you haven't seen it, I feel like we could watch it together and do a show about it. It's called Vinland Saga. It's a Viking anime. It popped up on cool. Crunchyroll, and I was like, mm, that that sounds interesting. Yeah, I'd be so, cool with that, man. We could like do a little Patreon series on that or something. Yeah, or cover it. Just have a little segment every week on covering it on here. I don't know. Um, another world, another show that I've been watching. I'm almost to the end. Is a uh, Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody, yeah. which is really good. Um, I started High School DxD, which is ridiculous. If you've never watched it, it's tremendous. <laughs> um, there was yeah, that's about it. I don't know if there's an anime. There was a manga of Attack on Titan, but like. Either they were high schoolers or preschoolers, and I was like, how the fuck are you going to pull that off? Attack on Titan with preschoolers? It's either high school or preschoolers. I'm sure Connor knows. Um, but, yeah, like, one of the two. And I'm, like, sitting there, like, I never read it. I never checked to see if there was an anime, but I was like, how are you going to pull that off? Like, that show doesn't really seem to lend itself well to a more, like, family family-friendly story oh not at all speaking not people of getting eaten and shit speaking of i got i ordered 600 new anime stickers for my sticker album at the store i sell the stickers for like 25 cents each right yeah so there were two not one but two copies of one of um what's the band guy aaron yeager and like as a little kid with like it's like him as a little kid but with his adult uh 
ranger suit on so it's all like big and floppy on him with a little worm bubble that i'm not fucking lying to you says ravioli ravioli titans killed my famioli i was like what the (laughs) fuck is this bullshit (laughs) what in the absolute fuck is this Dude, oh, man. I sent it to a friend of mine that's, that's so in the strange. anime. It was like, look how they did my boy. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked him all up. Uh, let's see. What else have I been up to? I've been playing some Persona 5 uh, as well. <clears throat> um, I've been watching through. So on Peacock, on the WWE Network section, they have um, this series called Table for Three. Yeah. Which is just where like three wrestlers will sit down where they all have something in common and then they'll chat it up for... 20 to an hour 20 minutes to an hour depending on the episode um it's been it's been a good time i was really hoping you were going to tell me it was table for three it was an interview show with bubba ray and devon dudley with a guest and then at the end of this episode they put the guest through the table fuck that's a brilliant idea (laughs) yeah (laughs) that would be a great youtube show yes um maybe i'll tweet bubba ray pitch the yeah, idea yeah pitch it to him tell him we'll, we'll come on as guest I, <laughs> I could i could say that would be like a bucket list for me if i could get fucking 3d through a table get put through a table by the dudleys yeah, yeah that would be sweet let's see what else have i been up to this week man really nothing I, i've <clears throat> so at the end of the episode you'll hear if i'm happy with any of them uh, i've been doing vocal covers again yeah. um now that now that my since my hours got cut at work some i've got a little more free time so i figured i'd get back into that i need to start writing some music again because anytime i'm in this sort of headspace that i've been in the past couple weeks is when i always do my best music writing i don't know why but depression makes good music (laughs) so i uh, i'm gonna maybe start dealing with some of that uh through music you know what i mean instead of uh just trying to brush it off yeah um let's see I'm trying to think if there's anything else i've been playing that's like worth chatting about not really um i know one of you guys on steam machine needs to pick uh kawami 2 so i can finally start playing that <laughs> hey man it's on that pole although at this on- point it needs to wait because if i'm playing persona 5 i don't want to go Back to Yakuza and then back to Persona 5. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that a lot this year of playing games and going back to Persona as well. Yeah. Um, I'm 38 hours in, so third of the way, maybe. Oh, you, oh, shit, son. You will be happy to know. What is that? I don't know whose vote was, but the tie, this is a spoiler for Steam Machine, but the, the tie has been broken right now as oh, of nice. recording this. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is now up by one. Hold on just a second. Because I know your vote's on there. Yeah, you voted for that motherfucker a long time ago, but maybe Wolf Better is the newest vote. Anyway, it is now ahead of Kingdom Hearts by one. Yeah. Which kind of bums me out a little, man. I've been looking forward to playing some Kingdom Hearts. Uh, fuck Kingdom Actually, Hearts. We had a. Uh, I've tried to play that game multiple times. I just cannot get into it at all. Uh, well, do you have Disney nostalgia? Nope, not well, really. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That game is not catering to you. Well, I mean, um, it's not even the Disney part. It's just like I just don't like that game for some reason. The Disney part is cool to me, but it's I just don't like the gameplay. That's fair. It's it's definitely like not your 
run-of-the-mill action RPG. Um, I will say House Flipper seems like a fucking grand old time. So the the funny thing was that if <clears throat> if it won, if that poll ended with a tie between Yakuza and Kingdom Hearts, I was going to say, fuck it, split it down the middle, we're playing House Flipper, because that's the only other one that got votes. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, now they all have votes, so. If you want us to have House Flipper. Well, no, they don't all have votes. The one, any time, uh, so one vote is always simple poll. Uh like, because that's how it gets the things on there for you to be able to click them to to vote. Uh, um, but yeah, so there you go. <clears throat> Steam Machine might be playing some Kiwami 2 in the next couple months. I've never played Just Cause 4, but I've heard good things. Like the fact that you can strap rockets to cows and launch them into space. Yeah, bro. I had a lot of fun in Just Cause 3 doing stuff like that. So, like, I'm interested to finally jump into 4. Yeah. Because 4's got, like tornadoes and shit that come through and destroy stuff while you like what i want to do is i want to get into a situation where there's a tornado coming and i'm on a bridge and i want to plant bombs on the bridge and as the tornado gets near it i want to blow the bridge out and then watch the tornado grab all the pieces of the bridge that's falling and just throw it everywhere nice that's what would make me happy (laughs) hi caramba okay what do we got for topics this week oh yes so first up and foremost King of the Hills getting rebooted, son. Yes, it is. It has officially I'm, been announced. And I'm very curious how they're going to do it. I don't know, but uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess I'll say. So I can't really see Hank Hill as like a Trump, a Trumper, you know? I don't see him as that type. Um, Of course, Brittany Murphy and Tom Petty are dead, so... Yeah. I wonder how that's going to handle for Luann and Lucky. Do they just cut the characters out altogether or do they recast them with similar sounding voices? Well, they were boyfriend and girlfriend, right? They were married at the Oh, at the end of the show. Married okay, with a so kid at the end of it, yeah. Have them move moved away. Could be. They just don't come back, you know. Um are they, they going to be in that trailer park in Florida? Are they going to be, is everybody going to be the age they were when the. That's my question. When the show went off the air or is, are they going to be you know, 20 years later or 10 that's, years later or 15 years later or whatever. That's what I'm curious about is how are they going to handle the time gap? Yeah. Is it just going to be the same fam? Honestly, I almost want to see the same family just in this time, but I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't really want to see another, like, oh, Hank and Peggy are retired and Bobby's married to Connie and has a kid. And blah, blah. I just want to see modern day King of the Hill. Well, if you want to see Hank and Peggy retired, you can always go watch Beavis and Butthead. True. Because, like, that yeah, was basically. The Andersons. <laughs> Hank and Peggy. It was basically yeah. them. <laughs> Who was out there? Are you them boys that's been whacking it in my tool shed? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's what i want i don't know what's gonna happen i'm gonna watch it regardless so yeah yeah i'd like to watch it too you know especially since it's gonna be a hulu j- a jig yeah i don't i don't have to worry about watching it on tv which is nice because like if they Although, do 15 years in the future like bill dotry would be dead like that dude would have had a heart attack or stroke or something and died have you seen the fan theory that Boomhauer 
is actually a government agent who yes. lives there to surveillance da- Dale. Yeah. And his accomplice is uh, Bill because Bill is just so nonchalant you would never expect it of him. Yeah. I saw that because like, Boomhauer yeah. is a Texas Ranger. They show that at, yeah. in the last episode. So yeah, Bo- Boomhauer is like a bad motherfucker. Like that whole show, like you can't understand a goddamn word he's talking about, but he comes rolling up all the time in a sports car with a fine woman. Oh, like yeah. he, Boomhauer's always doing good, even oh, though yeah. you can't understand 80% of the words that come out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Dango. Man, talking about Dango and Hank Hill and going over there with a Bobby and one. Come on. Tell them gun gun dangerous. Speaking on, of man. conspiracy theories, I saw an interesting one today. I think I sent to you about Bob Ross. I did not get a chance. I was working, so I didn't get a chance to watch that. So, so there's a conspiracy theory that Bob Ross is a serial killer or was a serial killer. So he painted this nature scene. I think it was the one called Happy Accidents. And it was this really distinctive tree. And... There's almost a identical photo of a wooded area where they found five dead and partially eaten women's bodies. And it's almost the exact as his painting. So there's this conspiracy theory that he was a sin. I I kind of hope it's true. Like that 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 would be interesting. <laughs> I, I hope that's not true. Don't taint fucking Bob Ross like that. I mean, it'd be cool to be like this dude that is so revered by everyone was actually a fucking psycho killer. <laughs> I'm a maniac killer. Blood gets spilled. See me on the street, that would bitch. Mean, don't get killed. If that's true, not only is he a serial killer, he's also a cannibal. <laughs> and like, dude was the most level-headed motherfucker on the planet. Maybe that's why. Maybe he was getting all his aggression out on those women he was killing and eating. So, who knows? But yeah, um, I, I sent you the video. You had to watch it and look at the painting versus the photo of the area. Yeah, I definitely pretty, will. Pretty, it is, like, this tree is very, it's like almost C-shaped. It's like very distinctive tree. So, maybe they were saying that that's a conspiracy. Maybe all his little, like, landscape paintings he did on TV were places he murdered and or buried people. What if it comes out that Bob Ross was like the most prolific serial killer to ever live and he killed like hundreds if not thousands of people? That's a great idea for a movie trademark Yab's yeah. podcast. Yeah. Bob <clears throat> Ross BS serial killer. Not even Bob Ross, just a prolific painter who's like super famous and all of his paintings, people wonder why and then they start going to these places that he painted and they find bodies and stuff. At, but make it after he's dead. Yeah. So it becomes this revelation of figuring out this trail that he left with his art. Yeah. Maybe like on his deathbed, he he says uh, something like follow the paintings or something like that and then dies. The paintings will guide you. And his, and his daughter is like, what did he mean? And then she just like goes on a vacation because she's stressed out about her dad dying. She sees this location and she's like. Wait a minute. She starts like looking through her phone at like her dad's Instagram or Facebook or whatever, finds a painting that matches the place and like walk is walking through and like stumbles over like a foot sticking out of the ground or something. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the shit writes itself. Maybe that's my mental illness. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I will say quickly something I discovered this week that's pretty cool. So like my smart TV. See, I'm not used to having it in my room because this used to be in the living room. 
Um, and it's got that thing where like slowly in the middle, there's this shadow that's slowly getting bigger. Yeah. Like it's pixel death or whatever. So yeah. that sucks, but I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. So there's this app on there that I didn't realize was on there. Cause I know about Pluto TV. If I just want to go watch TV type stuff yeah. on the internet. Um, but they had Samsung TV. Yeah. I was like, Oh, well, let me see what they got on there. So I'm looking through, dude, there is a fucking impact channel. Nice. That plays nothing but TNA all day, every day. Sweet. So I sat in here last night and just for a few minutes, just watched or not for a few minutes. I'm sorry. For a few hours, just watched TNA wrestling that I had never seen before. And I went to sleep with it on. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I did not sleep worth a shit last night. And I wonder if it's because there was so much going on on the TV and the chanting and the loudness and all that, that my brain was just in overload mode. Possibly so. But I went to sleep with Bully Ray, who is Bubba Ray, in the ring cutting a promo on somebody. And all of a sudden, Santino Morella comes out as the general manager. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a recent episode. He just became the general manager like two weeks ago. So this is a recent fucking episode. That's cool. Went to sleep. Woke up this morning. I don't know when this fucking promo was from, but it was old because I could tell by the grain quality. But it was Bubba Ray and Devon cutting a fucking promo. <laughs> and I was like, hey, it's Bully Ray and brother Devon. I still find it funny that so many people argue about AEW versus WWE. Like, TNA's been out there for what, like 15, 20 years. Nobody gives an absolute fuck about them. <laughs> yeah, they're like the distant third. They're out there trying so hard. And yeah, because they had Kurt Angle for a while. Like, yeah, just nobody cares. Um, Yeah, they still have some really good people on there. Yeah. And that's the, that's the sad part is there's some really good fucking wrestling on TNA and like half the people won't know yeah. because of what happened with TNA back in the day. People judge it from back in the day when fucking Hulk Hogan was there pulling his strings and making everything Hogan's way. Yeah. You know? So. Ash Michaels, fuck Hulk how Hogan. that works out. Yeah, fuck Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Fuck, He's fuck Hulk racist. Hogan. He's not able to listen. I, I was not alive during the Hulkamania hype, right? When I came into wrestling, Hulk Hogan was already in the NWO. And even that, I couldn't really have given two shits about because it was like, I like the guy. I like that guy with his face painted. I like that guy, Sting. Yeah, Sting. Like, Sting was always Sting's my the man. I, I was never super into Goldberg. <clears throat> I liked like Rey Mysterio because he had a mask on. I liked Sting because he painted his face. I liked um, Raven because I just he Raven was, was Raven was the symbol of my generation, baby. Like he was the fucking grunge <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, quote the Raven. Nevermore. I like Goldberg. I was thinking about it earlier today or yesterday when, uh, I don't know if you remember, and when he came into WCW, he had a long time where he didn't speak, but he didn't cut any promos. He didn't do anything. And then I remember him finally speaking and I was just like, that's his voice. Like he sounds like such a bitch, but he's supposed to be this intimidating monster. That's like a uh, <clears throat> sting when he went crow sting. He didn't say a word for like, yep. I think it was like an entire year or two. Yeah. And then he finally won the title and they gave him the mic. And I think he said something like, uh, Arriba Mamacita or something like that. Like he said something in Spanish, like of all the things that Crow's thing could have said. Yeah. He was like, well, Mamacita. It could have been like, like, it can't rain all the time. <laughs> 
Winter is coming. No, dude, I loved seeing. Um, but yeah, like WCW is what we watched because our parents didn't let us watch WWF as much because they went the more blue direction, whereas WCW stayed more family friendly. So, yeah. I still can't yeah, believe right. they had a Monday Night Raw where Edge and Lita came out with a bed and set they, up in the ring and just they like. They were going to have live sex. Yes. Like live literally, sex celebration. Literally, Lita went down to the point where it looked like she was giving Edge a blowjob. Like, fucking kids are in the audience and shit. Like, yeah. that pissed a lot of people off. <coughs> yeah, f- fucking, you think uh, Janet Jackson and her titty was bad? Yeah, that. Oh, mom. What's it? Uh, Moms Across America or whatever got <laughs> pissed. There was one I saw. I was watching like OMG moments in WWE Raw history. Apparently, there was some skit they did where Stone Cold was in a feud with some guy. I don't even remember who he was. And uh, like the dude was like hiding at his house because he was scared to death. Like Stone Cold came, like beat on the door and like let himself oh. in the house. Oh, 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 okay. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I, can, I can tell you exactly what you're talking about. Okay. <clears throat> um, he wasn't scared to death. It was Brian Pillman. Yeah. And he was he was injured. And Stone Cold was like, I don't give a damn. I'm coming to your house and I'm going to kick your ass, Brian Pillman. So Brian Pillman was sat up at his house with a fucking Glock. Yeah, with a fucking Glock. Like, dude had a pistol. And they did this super controversial angle where Austin gets there and he finally like breaks into the house. And he goes walking into the room where Pillman's at. And Pillman aims the gun at him. The camera cuts. You hear a gunfire. And it goes to commercial. Yeah. Apparently, WWE had to apologize publicly for that. That caused a lot of issues because people thought they just watched somebody get shot on live television because back then, still people still took wrestling seriously. Yeah. That uh, good old days when Vince McMahon's limo exploded. Like, yeah, they used to fucking that one more or less kill people on the show (laughs) on live TV. The Vince McMahon exploding one. Do you know why they had to nix that? Why? Because Chris Benoit died. Oh, yeah. And uh, they had to nix that storyline. And then Vince had to come out and uh, do you know do the thing for Chris Benoit. But then he had to come out again and basically apologize for doing the thing for Chris Benoit after it came out what had actually happened. So that, that yeah. sucks. But um, yeah, dude, there was, a, uh, there was a thing in WCW where Hulk Hogan threw the giant off the top of Cobo Hall. Yeah. And then later on that night the giant came in and interfered in a match like he was perfectly fine he took the fall from this fucking like huge building all the way to the ground nah he's fine yeah. not even a scratch get the yep. fuck out of here but again <laughs> they showed the uh, who's Jeff Hardy fighting that they got up on the entryway and he like slammed him down and then he climbed like 30 feet up on the entranceway and like swanton bombed off the third like a 30 foot drop you know what I'm talking about right the uh, when he was up on the the scaffold type yeah, thing, yeah, and he did the, yeah, God, I don't remember who it was that he jumped on. I can't remember, but I mean, you know, it was all like camera angles where you couldn't see the crash pads and the fact that he didn't actually land on the guy and shit like that. Yeah, I so. mean, that's the same thing that happened the other night at yeah. the Royal Rumble. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, and then that time there were two different. You know, Shane McMahon's always doing some crazy shit. Oh yeah. Back in the day when he climbed up the the side of the tri- Titan Tron scaffold and did the spectacles, testicles, wallet and watch. Yeah. And then jumped off and dropped an elbow on the big show. Yeah. From like 20 feet in the air. And then there was the time that him and Steve Blackman were up there doing something. And Steve Blackman just started cracking him in the head with a fucking kendo stick. And yeah. he fucking fell, you know, 20 feet. 
I mean, he had the Undertaker throw him off Hell in the Cell like mankind. Like, yeah, that dude loved to take a bump. Shane was not yeah. a bad wrestler. Like, I mean, you could say nepotism, whatever. Like, he was, he was trained. He knew what he was doing. Shane, yeah. I'll never forget the the promo with him and Kurt Angle in the back. Where Kurt was th- supposed to throw him through that glass partition and like, oh my god, threw him in the wrong the spot. Did he throw him in the wrong spot? So, no, it was and he threw him against the glass. Wait, yes, the first one he threw him against the glass and it didn't break. Yeah, and then he threw him against the glass again and it didn't break again. I think, and then the third time he threw him, he shattered it and went through it. Yeah, and then Shane said, "Do it again, make it look good." Or something along those lines. So Kurt grabbed him and went to another one and went to throw him through that one. And that one, I don't remember if it broke on the first time or not, but that was the one that's supposed to give and it didn't yeah. give. And then it went through it again. So it was just that match was fucked up. Uh-huh. Vince said that he almost stopped that match, like had people go in there and be like, no, this match is over. Like, because <laughs> Shane was legitimately the, fucking hurt. I also saw the clip I forgot about where it was uh, Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler were commentating. And Jerry Lawler had a fucking heart attack live on TV and almost died. Yeah, like they, like he legit died because they cut to they cut a camera to the bat and motherfucker was on top of him doing CPR. So like he he died and they fucking got him back. And that motherfucker's still wrestling to this day. Yep, dude's in his like fiftieth generation or fiftieth yeah. decade or sixtieth decade of wrestling or something. Fifth like that. or sixth decade. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. um, just insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nuts. and then I'll, there's a uh, new season of South Park starting, too, which I didn't even know about. Yes. I'm a little upset about it because it's on Comedy Central again, so I can't like watch it right away because I don't have live TV anymore. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of kind of glad, I should say, that they're doing seasons still because I kind of had the feeling they were going to go like the Grand Tour route where they were just going to do the occasional special and like not do episode episodic seasons anymore which if they did like they've been doing this shit for over two decades like i can't be mad at them for wanting to stop but yeah like i'm just glad you're continuing with it one of my favorite pieces of meta comedy that they've done yeah is when they switched over from doing south park to tegrity farms and there was that scene where randy and towley are riding in the car and Randy's just like, I don't need them. Tally's like, oh, of course you do, Randy. You know, you didn't. And he's like, no, you know what? Fuck South Park. <laughs> oh. He's like, oh, I mean, I know, you're, I know you're upset, but I mean, I wouldn't say fuck South Park. <clears throat> fuck South Park. I fucking hate it. I'm tired of it. All of a sudden, I mean, yeah, you can feel that way, but I still, I wouldn't say fuck South Park. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was just a great fucking scene. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and it totally just felt like those guys venting their feelings about the show you know and then that's why they did the break they did tegrity farms for a season or two yeah going down tegrity farms and have ourselves time <clears throat> yep yeah a lot of the specials were tegrity farm specials yeah, yeah. <clears throat> randy fucked the pangolin yeah and, cre- <laughs> and caused covid and caused covid by fucking a pangolin one of the funniest the- ones they did to me was the fucking it was like an in-game or Infinity War uh, reference. They're like going back in a time machine to like try to stop COVID. And Randy's like, Randy's all old. He's like, you can't. He's like, I've been back to 7,432,000, blah, blah, blah. 
uh, timelines, and in every single one, I fuck the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking Mickey Mouse being a bad a bad influence. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, Mickey Mouse on South Park's the best. Who is it? Who's costing me fucking money? That is, is you. Uh, is it you? That in PP's Water Park. <laughs> did you see that episode? <laughs> I don't think I did. Oh my god, you gotta watch PP's Water Park. Oh wait, the one where every time they go into something, the water just the kid, little kids jump in, and the water just turns yellow. No, that's no, the part they're trying to learn. To no, swim. that's the learning to swim. So they go to this water park, right? And the whole thing was like Kyle, I think, didn't want to get in the pool, or no, I think they were in a pool, and like Butters was like, "Oh, hold on, guys, I gotta pee," and they were like, "Okay, go pee," and he just like like starts biting his lip in the pool. And Kyle's like, wait, what, wait, what? Are you peeing in the pool? And he's like, yeah, everybody does. And he's like, like, Kyle's all grossed out by it. And uh, he like gets out and refuses to swim. And everybody's like, "It's you just pee. He's like, everybody pees in the pool. It's okay. And he's like, there's so much water. It doesn't matter. It just, it deludes it out. And Kyle's like, oh, that's so gross. That's like peeing in the shower. And everybody's like, I pee in the shower. And he's like, oh, it's fucking gross. And then like. <laughs> Dude, it's so goddamn funny because uh, it's like you see some scientists go up to the. Uh, it's kind of a Jaws reference. They go to uh, PP, the guy that owns the park, and it's like you have to close. And he's like, "We had to close. It's a big. It's a biggest weekend of the year. It's a fucking Ita- like a stereotypical Italian guy." And they were like, "You have to close. We did a pH test on the water." And he was like, "What did it come back?" He's like, "He's like it was almost all P, no H." <laughs> oh my god it's like basically the water park gets shut down because like all the water turns to pee there's like fucking pee nommies going on and stuff so all the kids are trapped in the water park and they're like trying to figure out what they can do they're like basically treated like a zombie quarantine kind of thing and they're (laughs) like they're like we have to study the effects of the pee they bring this fucking monkey out like strapped to a board like Hannibal Lecter (laughs) The, the fucking general like pulls his pants out, starts pissing on the monkey, and it gets all irate, of course, because it's being pissed on. Like, see the piss; it makes people go mad. And they were like, "Wait, wait, I have an idea." And they give the fucking uh, they give the monkey a banana, and it calms down. So they're like, "The cure is a banana. Like, Make everyone inside eat a banana, and everything will be fine." And uh, <laughs> like, or they were like, "We have to test it on humans." And Randy's like. Test it on me. So like Randy gets strapped to the board and they like feed him a banana. And then the general comes over and starts pissing in his face. And he's just like, oh, 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 ah. And they're like, oh, see, it's not working. Randy's like, no, 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 I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> so like <laughs> they have to like let the water out of the, um, it's some kind of something to do with an escape valve. I haven't seen the episode in a while. And Kyle can hold his breath more than anybody else. Like, Kyle, you have to swim down through the pee and release the, <laughs> release the valve. And Kyle's like, no, no, it's fucking gross. And they were like, he finally agrees to do it. And a pee-pee comes out. And he's like, he's like, but Kyle, what you have to understand is the pressure. It's the pressure, Kyle. He's like, so what you have to do is you have to drink a little bit of a pee so that the pressure doesn't kill you. And he's like, no, no, I'm not drinking pee. I'm not doing it. Like, he finally comes He just drinks like a glass of piss, swims down in the water, lets the fucking 
pressure like drains all the water out and they're like everybody's happy they're getting ready to leave he's like oh so fucking gross the only thing i hate worse than piss is bananas so fucking government agent comes up to him he's like okay now eat your banana i was just like "Ah, ah." (laughs) oh my god dude it's so goddamn funny you gotta watch that episode oh my god Uh, so fucking good i love south park it's one of my favorite things ever yeah same here dude it's been it's been with me my whole life yeah basically you know? i remember sneaking and watching it as a kid when i wasn't supposed to yeah i would i would go to my buddy's house and he had his brother had the dvds yeah of like the early seasons which was hilarious because <clears throat> like two things one every time trey and part matt parker no matt stone trey parker yeah yeah trey and matt would introduce an episode they'd be like okay this next one oh this next one is by far our favorite yeah They'd say that for every episode. All the DVDs. Oh, my God, dude. The and DVD the extras were fucking great. Yeah, there was a different. Did you see the next season where they did uh, Cooking Bacon with Bacon? Where they were yeah. fucking like. So, that season, they were like sitting in front of a fireplace with a dog. But like every every time they showed that scene, it was a different dog. Yeah. So, the next season they did it, it was uh, like a like a cooking show where they were cooking bacon, but their mascot was a pig and they would feed the pig bacon every time. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Oh man. The DVDs of South Park were by far so much extra shit on there. That was just so worthwhile. I agree. <clears throat> I agree, dude. Like that's one of the, it's one of the greatest shows of all time. Oh, in yeah. my opinion. Oh yeah. Um, so this next thing on the topic list, I have not had a chance to watch this yet either. I sent it to you, and I'm going to tell everybody else, if you go on Saturday Saturday Night Live's Facebook page or probably their YouTube channel, you can watch it. So, Pedro Pascal hosted Saturday Night Live this past week or whatever. Um, Saturday Night Live has been hit or miss for quite a long time. Um, this was one of their better skits, and basically it was going off the success of The Last of Us. They're basically like... HBO wants to prove that they can turn any video game into a dystopian masterpiece. And this like shows like the scene, like scenes from the, uh, the last of us. And you see like the, some girl dressed up as a person who plays Tess in the show. And she's like, I heard you can deliver things. Who are you? And you see Pedro Pascal sitting there in a Mario costume. He turns around, looks, he's like, it's a me Mario. (laughs) And she's like, he's like, what do you, what do you need me to move? She's like, not what, who, and you see this girl come out like dressed as Princess Peach. It's like she used to be a princess before he took over. And then you see Keenan like in Bowser's castle dresses Bowser. And uh he's like it shows him fucking uh or he's I think he says I'm like I don't have a vehicle or something. She's like, You won't need to worry about it. You see a fucking Mario Kart come out. And like you see him and the princess in the fucking Mario Go Kart. And he's like after he says something, he's like, Okay, let's a go. <laughs> this fucking art dude the it, watch the skit it's fucking funny it's like basically turning mario kart into um the last of us and it's fucking great man that sounds ridiculous yeah you know i heard something the other day that actually made me like happy um keenan is apparently scheduled like or supposedly like when lauren retires yeah keenan is supposed to get lauren's job because oh, keenan's nice. been there so long yeah and I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, like, dude. that's another guy who's been with me my whole life. Yep. From all that to Keenan and Kel, and now he's fucking rocking it on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> well, I might not watch Saturday Night Live anymore. 
if I ever scroll, I'm scrolling and I see a Keenan skit, I watch it. Oh, dude, he did the Celebrity Jeopardy is one of the best ones. That show's so fucking good. Or uh, Celebrity I, Jeopardy, Jeopardy and Black Jeopardy. Yeah. Or yeah, he does Next Black. Have- so Will Ferrell does Celebrity Jeopardy. He does Black yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah. Fucking celebrity. And next up, we have Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Hey, you like my hat? Hey, it's a nice hat. It's a big hat. It's funny. It's a big hat. It's funny. God, I <laughs> yeah. miss Norm MacDonald so much. Yeah. Uh, what was, oh, what was always, it was always a joke with them on that. What was it he would always say? Or was it, uh, what's his name playing Sean Connery? Would say something about Alex's mother or something like that. You know what I'm oh, talking it about, was, right? Uh, yeah. So, so what the fuck is something so I can fuck so I can sleep with your mother Trebek something like that yeah M- my favorite line was uh it was that character doing Sean Connery and his it's like just write down a letter any letter it could be an A or a B perhaps a C like that was the <laughs> final Jeopardy <Yes>. <laughs> so it comes down to and he had wrote a V yeah. and he goes Sean Connery you you wrote a V that is technically a, or it might have been a number, and it was a V as a Roman numeral. Yeah. What did you wager? And then it shows this wager, and it completes the V is actually part of a K, and it says, suck it, Trebek. <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, SNL, like I said, it's been hit or miss for a while now, but it's got some some funny stuff. Space Pants was really good when they had a uh, Peter Dinklage host. I don't remember that. Oh, you got to watch Space Pants. I'll have to send that to you. I know uh, when I hear pants, I think about the Jimmy Fallon show. When they did, Everybody's talking about my tight pants. Got now, my this, tight pants. This got was my uh, tight pants on. Bobby Moynihan, I think, was part of the crew that was doing it. So basically, it was uh, like ma- mafiosos sitting around at a table in a restaurant trying to discuss like serious business uh, peter peter dinklage and lady gaga i think are on stage wearing like cosmic print pants if peter dinklage is just singing this song called space pants it's like a like an 80s <laughs> techno kind of beat and it's like dude it's the funniest shit because like he's singing they're trying to do their business he ends up coming out into the crowd and like singing directly to them at their table oh man it's so damn funny tremendous yeah peter dinklage is oh. To me, I'm glad to see he's getting recognition ever since Game of Thrones. Because, like, I remember shit he was in before then, and he's a tremendous actor. I'm glad he's finally getting to the level he should be at. Yeah, I can concur with that, dude. Like, from everything I've seen him in, because I've only seen him in certain, like, I haven't seen him in Game of Thrones other than, like, a couple episodes. Yeah. But um, the things that I have seen him in, he seems like he's the man. So what is your song of the week, my good sir? Huh, I want to find this movie he did. I think it's the first time I ever saw him. Let's see. I was like, Infinity War? I forgot he was the fucking blacksmith in Infinity War. What's this fucking movie? It was Somebody is Dead. Pete Smalls is Dead. It was the first thing I saw him in back all the way back in 2010. And I was like, man, I, I like this guy. So I'm glad he's finally built himself up. So my song of the week is No Limit by G-Eazy. Um, who else is on that song? Cardi B is on it. Um, fuck. One other big name's on it. But it's, I don't know, it's just, it's my it's sort of my style of, like, rap, hip-hop music. Uh, ASAP Rocky, Cardi B, and G-Eazy. But it's, I really like it. So, if you like hip-hop, 
rap music. Check it out. Pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've I've been around people who listen to G Easy and usually it's pretty good stuff. I like G Easy. He's one of my one of my favorites. Usually if it's a G Easy song, I will at least listen to it. Or ch- like check it out. What about you? Um what is your I song? Am, so my song is by a band called Aesthetic Perfection, and the song is called The Ones. Now, I did a cover of this one, and like I said, I'm going to throw it at the end of this episode if it came out all right. Um, but I'm going to read you some of the lyrics, because this song is just creepy, yeah. bro, right? Would you believe me if I told you the reasons why you cannot rest and you drink yourself to sleep at night? Not like it matters, you can't escape, don't even try. We'll speak what no one knows. You lie awake and you hope it's all in your head. You're counting your teeth with your tongue. Are they all there? There's no relief in the dark from what isn't there, but you don't feel alone. We are the ones you should be fearing. Come in the night and take your teeth away. Now sew up your mouth and go to sleep because we'll be there soon to break your heart and spite your face. Right? <clears throat> and it says, uh, now they're finally here and you want, and you know what they're looking for with their empty grins. They proceed in taking what you owe. Um, you move your lips, but the words, they just fall to the floor. So this is how it ends. Crawl to the mirror and see all that you've become a grim reflection of all the things that you have done. You try to weep, but no tears have or will ever come. So this is who you are. So I have a theory about what this song is about. To me, I think this song is about the demons that creep up at you while you try to sleep or at night when you're alone and you're just thinking yeah. and your brain. Trust me. I know you know and you know I know exactly what the fuck it's like to be up at night and you're just alone with your thoughts. Oh, yeah. I think that that's what this song is about because people who are like I've never personally had a dream where all my teeth fall out, but I know a lot of people who have had dreams where their teeth fall out and shit. Yeah. And uh I, I usually I think that has to do with anxiety and depression and stress and things like that. So I think that that's what this song. Anyway, this song is just fucking creepy. The whole yeah. vibe of it's creepy. I sent it to you earlier. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah, I know it's not your style. Yeah, but it's very. Uh, it almost reminded me of like goth horrorcore, but not rap. You know what I mean? It was very yeah. much an, like an industrial song. But well, my song is like if I hit it one time, I'm a viper. If I hit it two times, and I like uh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah polar opposites this week that's all good nothing wrong with that which leads us to our listener questions sir steve Irwin has you pinned down in a headlock what cool facts does he tell the audience about you and your habitat and that comes in from kana so i feel like he'd probably put me in a headlock and he'd be like oh look at this mate oh this one's kind of overweight not very good to look at. Why don't we release this one and we'll go find another one? <laughs> I think, I think mine would be like, "Oh, look at here, we got him. Oh, he's a plump one. Definitely been eating well, been eating well, been grazing. <clears throat> Maybe out on the salads, but probably not looking at him. He's probably a carnivore. This one. Um, let's see. Uh, he's his his natural habitat seems to be sitting in front of computer screens with guitars sitting next to him and i'll tell you what i'm gonna do now ladies and gentlemen boys and girls i'm gonna jam my thumb in his butthole that'll really rile him up yeah he'll let me go and then i'll just be in the background bent over spreading cheeks <laughs> just put your thumb in my butthole steve do it steve i'm waiting Crikey. 
Crikey, we should get the hell out of here. At least he's not like the devil making you pick a pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> my So my um, thought on that, I'm glad you brought that up. My thought on that is, would you eventually get used to it? Pineapples up the ass? Yes. Like if it's every single day. Know. For eternity, maybe eventually. I feel but. like you're eventually going to get used to it and they're going to have to come up with something worse. Um, let's see. What's next? What is your favorite and least favorite fruit? And that comes in from Willie. My favorite fruit would be probably strawberries followed closely by bananas. Those are my two favorites. Um, my least favorite. Um, there's a lot I haven't tried just cause with my eating disorder shit. I tried a blackberry once straight off the bush and not a fan. It literally tasted like it had a clump of dirt right in the middle of it, like sand. Like when I it bit into it, did. it felt like it had a clump of sand in the middle and I just spit it all out. Like the girl I was dating at the time ate some. She's like, man, these are really good blackberries. And I tried one and yeah, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? She's like, what? I was like, it tastes like it has dirt in the middle of it. And she just started laughing. Uh, like I said, they very well may have if you didn't wash it before you ate it. No, I'm talking about in the middle, like the core of it was dirt. Oh, oh, got you. Got you, got you, got you. Like, that might have been a bug. I mean, maybe. But yeah, it tasted <laughs> like ch- fucking dirt. Chomped up a little worm. Um, so that would be my, my favorite, answer is that blackberry. My favorite fruit is Willie. <laughs> but um. Zings. But I'm, I love you, Will. Um, my favorite fruit, man, just to eat. Like, if we're not talking about fruit flavored stuff, we're just talking about, like, if I'm going to pick Actual a piece of fruit, fruit and yeah. eat it. Yeah. Apples. Love apples. So, I like apples, but I don't like the peel. So, it apples are a lot of work to eat if you don't, if you have to peel them. They're a lot of work. If you can just pick it up and eat it, you're fine. Yeah. I usually just pick them up and eat them. See, I don't like the pen. I've got a fake tooth in the front, so I can't just bite into them. So, but yeah, I don't like eating the peel. So, yeah, they're just a lot of work. What's your least favorite fruit? I'm thinking. Dalton loves all fruits. I do like a lot of fruits. Um, I'm going to say that this is my least favorite strictly based on the amount of heartburn it gives me because I do actually really like the flavor of it. And I'm going to go pineapple. Followed closely by oranges because, again, citrus um, just really gives me heartburn, but I do like the flavor of it. Is a coconut a fr- fruit? I'm not sure. I think a coconut is a nut, but I don't know. I don't know. It might be considered a fruit because it has flesh and lick. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't like I don't coconut. <laughs> so if coconut's a fruit, I don't like that. <laughs> what the f- Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck would you bring it up for then? I'm saying Um, I don't like coconut, but if that's not a fruit, then that one blackberry I ate. Ooh, blueberries are very good in muffins or Pop-Tarts or Nutrien bars or whatever, but I'm not necessarily fond of just eating blueberries, if that makes sense at all. Kind of repeat that. So, like, I love blueberry muffins. You know, blueberry muffin, blueberry scone, blueberry, blueberry pop tarts—best things on the world. Yes, yeah. they are. But as far as eating just a blueberry, not a fan. I think the you know, reason why is the same reason I don't like grapes. I don't like the skin 
like you know what I'm talking about almost like there's the yeah. mushy part on the inside but then you've got that harder like skin on it don't really like the texture of that I, I can understand that. So I prefer blueberries in things as opposed to eating them by themselves. I yeah. think they taste better when they're cooked into something. Else. Oh yeah, like bl- fresh blueberry muffins. Fucking oh, god, dude, damn. one of the greatest things on earth. Yeah. Um. So the next question would be, in light of Koitecmo cracking down on waifu pillows, which is a thing that's been happening. Who is your dead or alive franchise waifu? Kana. Who asked this question has always liked Kasumi. I'm going to let you answer that first. So I had to go and look through the characters because it's been a long time since I've played Dead or Alive. I do really like Dead or Alive, though. Um, and I feel like I could cheat and say Mai uh, because she's just from I think she's just from King of Fighters and she they yeah. put her into this game um, and she's super fucking hot. But like if I had to pick a wife, like a waifu is somebody that like, you're going to be with. Right. Yeah. Uh, based on looks, I'm probably going to go Christy, right? So, like, yeah. Neck length, white hair, good looking, paints her nails. I'm all about it. So, she also got gray eyes, which is sweet. I'm not a huge fan of Dead or Alive, fighting games in general, really. Um, that being said, I just Googled Dead or Alive women and I picked, uh, Ayane, the purple haired chick, which is, I like the look of that. I like the cut of her jib. Which one? Ayane. I'm scrolling through and I missed the name. Ayane, the purple haired girl. Oh, yeah. She's also high up there on my list as well. Yeah. Like, I also I, like Kula. I like the cut of her jib. Uh, Li Fang. But like I said, Mai is also really hot. Mary Rose is really hot. Mila is really hot. All the girls in Dead or Alive are hot. I do remember getting one of the Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball games on 360 with yeah. the jiggle physics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a great game. That's actually a good a good volleyball game, too. They're actually, yeah. I mean, all <laughs> the pervert parts aside, it was an actual, the controls and shit were really good. Like, it was a good beach volleyball game. <laughs> But it was also nice seeing them animated titty shake. Fucking right, bro. I <clears throat> I don't know if it's just because like what a, <laughs> just things that have been going on. But like I've been very uh, much about like watching titty shake and anime. I've been playing games that have titty shake in them. Oh saying. yeah. Hey, you know, I man, like, lonely man's got a lonely. <laughs> I like titties. Titties are nice. I do too. I like titties of all sizes. I prefer yep. titties on the smaller end because like when they're super huge, it's a lot to deal with. But like, I'm not. I'm never gonna like turn down a girl because her tits are too big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna turn her down because her tits are too small either. Like you can give me a, a nipple on a chest. And I'll, I'll say like, I've, okay, cool. I've literally played with nipples on chest, and I've played with like triple F's, like titty size. Not really a factor to me. If you got them, I'll play with them. Yeah. I'm the same way with booties too. I mean, I love, don't get me wrong. I love a nice, big, juicy booty. Oh yeah. But if a chick's just got like a small little booty, I'll take that too. I'm not going to say no, but I do like a, I do like a big boot, do big butt. I like a big, butt proportional ass. Yeah. I don't yeah, want that I like where like there's face. shit hanging out both chick. sides and stuff. Which one? That one, uh, that one rapper chick, uh, the, the white girl. Nicki Minaj. Um, oh, Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea, yeah. Like her ass is unnaturally large. Yeah, her ass is fake, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like um, just a nice ass that fits your frame. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Sit over um, here and fucking need to take a five minute break. <laughs> Good old. Um, you ever find a meme that weirded you out so much that you wanted to ask the poster if they're okay? Not that I can recall. Like I'm pretty fucked in the head, so I can kind of roll with whatever. What See, about I've you? I've seen a few that uh are like. I read them and I'm like, fuck, that's some dark ass humor, but I don't ever like say anything to the person <clears throat> because usually like I used to be in this group that was, uh, it was called like my humor. So dark Anish Kapoor tried to trademark it or something like that. So I saw a video. It wasn't a meme, but I, I'm going to say it qualifies that I was just like, it's kind of in poor taste. Um, the guy made a video and he was like, what did the second tower say to the first tower? Hold up, I gotta catch this plane real quick. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's in fucking poor taste. Like, I don't think we're to the point you can joke about that yet. What's that? What's South Park say? 24.7 years? <laughs> Something like so that. So we're close, but we're not quite there yet. <laughs> it's either 22 or 24 years. So, I mean, we're close, but it's it's not okay yet. So, yeah, I guess that would be my answer is, yeah, like, there are some jokes out there that are just kind of, like I said, in poor taste. But I don't really say, like, oh, I wonder if that guy's okay. But I just say, you know, this, that's kind of a, a stupid thing to post. You probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that way about dead baby jokes, too. Yeah. Like, they're just, like, uh, like there was a time where I was like, oh, those are edgy and funny and cool. But now I'm like, oh, those are just cringe. But yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, this next one comes in from Jeff. That was Connor, by the way. Oh, I thought I said that. I, I don't bet. think you um, did. This next one comes in from Jeff. So I just read that Ozzy has just retired. Granted, this is Facebook, so who knows if it's true. But the point is, what influence did he have on you when you first heard his music? Pretty sure that is true, and I think it's some kind of medical condition he has. And he said he yep. just wants to spend as much time as he can with his with his wife and his kids. So, um, it's the end of an era, man. Yeah, Ozzy influenced me pretty heavily. Um, like the late nineties, two thousands, and all. Um, the biting the head off the bat shit, which you know, of course, happened before that. But you, when the internet became prevalent, we learned about a lot of shit we didn't experience. Uh, the music was always great to me. Um, I don't know if you remember that song from the Mummy soundtrack, uh, Ironhead from Rob Zombie and uh, Ozzy Osbourne. You should check that out. You would fucking dig that song. Thank Rob Zombie and Ozzy Osbourne teaming up on a song. It does sound sweet. Oh, it's fucking good. It's called Ironhead. So if you're out there and you like that kind of music, check it out. Um. So funnily enough, my first experience with Ozzy Osbourne was being at my grandparents' house in Jacksonville sometime around when, and I don't remember the name of the album, but the commercial that would come on TV was for the song Gets Me Through. Yep. And uh, people, if you're listening and you, that you're like, oh, I don't really know songs by the name. It's like, uh, I'm not the kind of person you think I yep. am. Album was I'm down to earth. Christ or the Iron Man. Yeah, that, that album. Yeah. So that was my first experience seeing Ozzy and being like, oh, okay, who's this? So I think, later on in my years. I think that was one of my first because I had that album. 
And I think that was one of my earlier experiences with Ozzy. My, uh, I don't remember who. I want to say it was like a guy who was a metalhead that worked with my dad gave me some albums and they were like Blizzard of Oz and uh, some other Ozzy stuff. And I remember listening to Blizzard of Oz and the first song on that fucking album is I Don't Know. Don't ask me. I don't know. Like that song rocks. Uh, And then it goes into, I think, another song and then it plays Crazy Train, I want to say. And then it goes into Suicide Solution. Which is, wine is fine, but whiskey is quicker. The suicide is slow, Allegra. Like, it's such a good fucking, like, that whole album is fantastic. So, uh, from there, I was hooked. So, that was that was basically my, and, and I mean, Crazy Train's a riff that I play all the time to fucking warm up. Yeah. Solo and all. So, I would say that, like, yeah, he he and his guitar players and his bands have had a major influence on me, and that's not even talking about Black Sabbath. So, <laughs> speaking of, this next question comes up from Jeff. Also, do you love Black Sabbath Aussie or post Black Sabbath Aussie more? I'm gonna say if I had to choose, it would be post Black Sabbath Aussie. If I had to choose, it would be post Black Sabbath Aussie as well. But that is not taking anything away from no. Aussie Black Sabbath. No. Um, what is your favorite song from Black Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne? So I guess like not Dio Black Sabbath, but Black Sabbath. So mine would or be, maybe. my Black Sabbath song would be War Pigs. Fucking love that song. And Hell yeah. funnily enough, Gets Me Through would probably be my solo Ozzy song. With a shout out to, what was the other one? No More Tears. It's pretty good. Um, My favorite Black Sabbath song is black sabbath like the song black sabbath so fucking good they play the three band chords that were like it was like in ancient times medieval times and stuff you were not allowed to play those three chords together because they said it's it's summoned uh, demons yeah because it's very dissonant and dark and devilish sounding um and then my favorite aussie song everyone's gonna shit on me and you because we're both picking like newer Aussie stuff as our favorite but like dude he's got this song on and you can look up the album if you if you want um the album that had I don't want to stop on it that all my life I've been over the top I don't know what I'm doing all I know is I don't want to stop that album had a song called uh the almighty dollar yeah that song goes fucking hard like it is it sounds like a black uh black label society song almost right because like zach wiles is going ham on it but that chorus when he says uh i find his justice gets closer how could you fuck us all over rape stealing murder god bless the almighty dollar and i'm just like fuck yeah ozzy fucking tell him <laughs> uh so oh man i gotta do some fucking research for this what is your favorite song, or what was your favorite song in 1997, 2004, and 2011 specifically? And that comes in from Steph. So let me say, it's fucking hard to narrow down because all three of those years put out some banger songs. I went with what was most popular or like what affected me the most when it came out for 2011. I went with uh, How to Love by Lil Wayne because I love that song. It's from the Carter 4 album, which I love that album. 
And the music video for that song grabbed me because it's like, uh, basically it's a song saying like nobody taught this girl how to love. It's like the video is half of her life like successful and then the other half is like some dude knocks her up, bails on her. She ends up with like HIV, like just, you know, downward spiral. And it's such a fucking good song and such a powerful video that, yeah, I went with that one. Do you want me to do my other two or you want to do yours? 2011 um, first. Uh, hold on. Give me one second. Truncate silence. Solve this. 2011 shout out was pumped up kicks by Foster the People. Fucking love that song. And that song is weird as fuck because it's about a school shooting from like the school shooter's point of view. Yeah, there's a there's a like a goth industrial metal band called Three Teeth that did a really good cover of that yeah. fucking song. Like the the chorus is literally all the other kids with their pumped up kicks better run 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 outrun my gun. It's literally about a fucking guy yeah. going to shoot up his they school. They better run faster than my bullets. Yeah. yeah, fucked up song. I don't know how that played on the radio for so fucking long. Oh, okay, I have my answer. 2011. What you got? Two 2011 Machine Head released an album called under the locust and on this album under the locust there is a song called this is the end and that song is just blistering heavy and fast and just rocking out it's one of the hardest riffs i know how to play on guitar just due to the sheer amount of speed and riff changing that you have to do um but that whole fucking album man there's a song on that one called the darkness within that's also really fucking good um but i'm gonna go with this is the end by machine head for 2011 you mean you didn't pick party rock by lmfao shocker right party rock (laughs) okay i don't even know the words of that song (laughs) 2004 the year i graduated high school a lot of good songs my band by d12 came out lean back by fat joe came out american idiot somebody told me what else so much good shit through the wire by kanye west fuck it by eman saying that song so much as a kid my pick might shock you (laughs) might surprise you it is a little ditty called confessions part two by usher this is my confession fucking loved that song when it came out hell yeah i I mean i can't I can't take you away from that. I mean, that's a good song. Usher's <clears throat> one of the king's R and B. Oh opinion. hell yeah! <clears throat> he gave us Justin Bieber. <laughs> I take back what I just said. <laughs> um, two thousand four. So two thousand four. I'm going to go with. Um, you were middle school album. then, right? Yeah. 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 Two thousand four. I was twelve, and I was just starting to get into metal. Yeah. All right. And it would have been like corn and mud vein and all that stuff I was into, right? But there was an album that came out in 2004 by a little band called Lamb of God. Lamb of God. And this album was called Ashes of Wake. And if you're a fan of Lamb of God, let me just name off some of their hits that are on this one album. Laid to Rest is the opening track. Hourglass is number two. Number three is Now You've Got Something to Die For. Number five is Omerta. And number 10 is the song Ashes of Wake. Like, that's a lot of bangers on that one album. And uh, it's hard for me to pick 
<clears throat> out of all of those, which one's my favorite. Um, but I can play it with my eyes closed. I can play it and scream it at the same time. I'm going to go with Laid to Rest. All right. 1997. I While you're thinking about that, I can go ahead and give mine for 1997. I don't have to look anything up. I don't care what came out that year. When, I, when it was 1997, I was five. Yeah. My favorite song, when I was five, I can almost promise you, was Beat It by Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1997, I was 11 years old. Uh, killer, 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 killer year for music. Semi-Charm Life came out. Uh, Bitch by Meredith Brooks came out. Bittersweet Symphony. Fly by Sugar Ray. Uh, I just want to fly. Paranoid Android by Radiohead. Torn by Natalie Natalie Imbruglia. Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. As Long As You Love Me by Backstreet Boys. I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy. Uh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. Still one of the GOAT songs of all time. I'm still waiting for you to name like some good music. Uh, Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth. There you go. Song 2 by Blur. How's It Gonna Be by Third Eye Blonde. Uh, good Riddance by Green Day. For You, It's No Good by Depeche Mode. But the song that has stuck with me for 20, almost 26 years since it came out, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. One of the goats. Yeah. The goat! Yes. Um, one of the best songs so- ever made. That song's fire. Yep. I wish they played it at work. I get I knocked down, but I get up again. If I had to choose now, like a song, because I'm assuming that would be your now and then you loved that fucking song. Yes. If I had to choose a now <clears throat> for 1997, it's off an album called Sinsucht. It's by a band called Rammstein. And the song is called Du hast. Du. Du, du hast. Du hast. That came out in 97. That whole fucking album is a banger, yeah. son. From beginning to end. Yeah. I like the, it's an angel, the English song that a- they did. Engel. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, 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 that's not, well, they did an English version of it, but yeah. there is a German version as well. Um, My favorite line in that song is when he says, Gott weiß dich will kein English sein. Which basically roughly translates to, God knows when I die, I do not want to be an angel. Yeah. It's fucking hardcore. Oh, yeah. God of Isis will kind angels. That whole album. Fucking just banger after banger. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So there you go, Steph. Your oddly specific question answered. Yeah. The answer, as always, to every question in life is Chumbawamba. It's 42. Chumbawamba. They're the answer to everything in the universe. This one comes in from Jeff. What are some of your favorite movie one-liners? So there's one that I love. It just pops into my head from time to time. Did you ever see The Ringer? No. You never saw The Ringer. You got to watch that fucking movie. You got to watch that fucking movie. Well, Catherine Heigl's in it, and she's dating some douchebag, right? And I guess he, like, takes the mentally handicapped people out, the special needs people, whatever you want to call them. And they come back super late. And she's like, I'm worried. Where were you? And he was like, oh, we went out for whatever, like go-karting or something. And she's like, 
the go-kart place closes at seven. Where have you been? He's like, oh, we stopped off to get ice cream. And one of the dudes goes, when the fuck did we get ice cream? And like, dude, that (laughs) fucking line just sticks with me. Like, he's just like, when the fuck did we get ice cream? Uh, Oh my God. It's so fucking funny. Just out of, like, they're just sitting there talking, having normal conversation. And this motherfucker just yells from the background. (laughs) It's so goddamn funny. Um, I like that quote from They Live. Obviously, I mean, it's a classic. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm all out of gum. I love uh, um, Pulp Fiction. Does he look like a bitch? Does Marcellus Wallace look like a bitch? Why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch, man? What's Marcellus Wallace look like? What does Marcellus Wallace look like? There was Say, uh, what? Say what again? Say what one more time, motherfucker. I fucking dare you. I saw it. I saw it in my memories on Facebook recently, I think there was like a screenshot I took of cyberpunk 2077 and it was just like graffiti on a wall. And the graffiti said, does he look like a bitch? And I was like, Pulp Fiction reference in the game. Fuck. Yes. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Um, What else? What are some other good one liners? I can think of some from tenacious D. Yeah. When he, when he just calls him a cock ass fucking cock ass. Yeah. Like, tremendous um the scene it's not really a one-liner but it's the scene where jack looks at kyle and goes what's it gonna be kyle you have to decide tits or destiny yeah and then it's like uncomfortably quiet from him for a second and kyle just lifts his shirt up and pulls his tits out and goes tits and then he walks away (laughs) it's it's fucking tremendous fucking speaking of jack black one-liners um fucking school of rock when uh they find out he's not actually a teacher and the parents are all pissed off. He's like trying to talk to him, tell him how much the kids mean to him. He's like, and I hope I've touched your children because I know they've all touched me. <laughs> like everybody just looks at him funny. He's like, wait, that didn't come out right. <laughs> um, what else? I'm trying to think of some more. Fucking aliens. Um, Game over, man. Game over. What was it? Um, Queen of the Damned. I love when he goes, uh, it's, it's really, stu- it's really a stupid line, but like, if you see it in the movie, it's just a good delivery. Like she, the girl goes walking by the stat and she just looks at him and goes, boo. And he just looks at her like seductively as fuck and just goes, boo back. And that's always like, I do that all the time. I'll just be like, boo. Anytime somebody says boo to me, I'm always like, boo back. <laughs> Fucking Don't jaws. Me. You're going to need a bigger boat. Gonna I say that blunt. a lot. Something I'll bust out, and it's not from a movie, but I'll just randomly just go, damn it, Jackie, I can't control the weather. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn, Jackie, I can't control the weather. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, right. Let's see. What was a favorite moment, or what was a moment in video games that left you speechless? So I was trying to think of an answer for this, because I know I've had some, but I cannot pull them off the top of my head. Jeff, I apologize, brother. I have an answer for this, and I cannot say it until the end of this year. <laughs> yeah. So there is a, m- a moment in Persona Five that I was just like, "Holy shit!" Dalton's is in reserve. Um, the I'm not going to say it, but the ending of Death Stranding, pretty fucking like, wow. Um, what else? Peep over at some video games. I remember when I finally beat. Grand Theft Auto 5, like, it didn't, it more so left me speechless in the fact that I was like, wow, that was a really good game. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I can't think of a lot that like left me speechless, speechless, but I have had some where I was just like, wow, that's phenomenal. Oh, the ending of Trails in the Sky left me speechless with tears in my eyes. Hmm. Um, the ending of Breath of the Wild was pretty cool. Like, just the cinematics of it all, really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no spoiler. It's pretty obvious how a Zelda game ends, but yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I fucking think I cried at the end of that game. I don't know if it'll affect me as much because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I look forward to seeing it play out. Um, all right. So if you were in a real life Oregon Trail journey, would you survive based on your current survival skills or would you be killed? Oh, hell no. I would hardly make it at all. I would not make it very far at all. I think that I would survive longer than Jeremy strictly based on my boy scout knowledge well, i mean i was a boy scout so i know some of that shit but, but my problem is going to be the eating would, part well see that's the thing is i paid attention with some stuff that you can eat out in the wilderness no it's hunting, not that it's the, the it's the fact of actually eating it like oh right yeah. for you yeah, yeah. okay yeah that's I why you. i say like if a zombie apocalypse happened i'm not gonna hoard and shit like i'm not gonna make it very long and do you really want to like Almost everybody's dead. Like, do you really want to? What are you pushing to stay alive for? You know, other than pure self-preservation. I was gonna say that depends. Can I find a place with power and entertainment? Because then, fuck it. Yeah, there's not gonna be anything new coming out. But I got lots to do anyway. I was thinking about that watching Last of Us last night. So in the Last of Us, the infection happens in 2003 i'm sitting there thinking like man think of all the cool shit they missed out on because everybody died in 2003 they do so much cool shit has happened in the last 20 years like none of that shit happened for them no smartphones no attitude era no attitude era no good video games i mean i guess in 93 you had like nes and maybe super nintendo was around then but no mcu no super nintendo was 96 right no 2003 was like ps3 360 air oh i'm sorry i was thinking 90s jesus yeah. christ 2003 okay yeah but even still they wouldn't have gotten like all of these recent bangers that we have uh, no they MCU. Have movies tv shows yep. like no smartphones but they also like got to have everyone die while certain people weren't villainous anymore like like vince mcmahon <laughs> yeah like he was a piece of shit but not everybody knew it then so donald trump <laughs> donald trump he was just seen yeah, as fuck. like a rich icon not oh, then he had the apprentice mouth. yet in 2003 i have no idea I, I as soon as i saw him on that show i was like this is a fucking tool <laughs> yeah uh yeah just so um, much shit what is your favorite chess opening? And that comes in from Willie. I don't fucking know. The one where you get to move both pawns at the same time in the middle. So my my choice is the uh, second from the right pawn moving forward two spaces. There you go. <coughs> uh, what is your favorite candle scent, especially in winter? So I have two answers. One's very easy to find. One is impossible to find. One, vanilla. I fucking love the smell of vanilla. Good winter candle. Just makes your house smell like fucking cookies are being baked all the time. Um, The other one is a good, like, orange 
citrus smell. There's a lot of grapefruit and shit like that, and that's not what I want. I want like one of those that smells like you crack open a fresh orange. Yeah, that smell. And I found it before, but I have not been been able to find it since. And the store I founded it, oh, it was one of those bougie furniture stores where a candle was like forty dollars, and I'm like, I ain't paying forty dollars. I'm I'm literally gonna melt with fire. Yeah, understandable. <clears throat> um. So, if I had to choose one that was my favorite, it's these that I've had recently that I've just been burning and they smell so good. Normally, I like like an apple cinnamon type. You know what I mean? You just gave up the perfect fucking joke opportunity because you were like, these blah, 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 blah. You should just be like, these. And then I could have been like, these what? You'd be like, these nuts, son. <laughs> <laughs> these nuts. Um, But I got these calming candles. And they're uh, honey and vanilla, and it just smells wonderful. Vanilla is the fucking, like, the goat of scents in the world. Like, vanilla is such a fucking good smell. So, two things. One, you mentioned orange. Yes. And I think we've talked about this before. Uh, I used to snort Suboxone. Yeah. uh, And that, and I don't recommend it. I I don't ever want to do it again, but, like, and uh, it has this weird anti- so people don't do that, yeah. and it it smells like orange cleaner in your nose, I fucking which is like when smell. you're first when you're first doing it, you're like, oh, all right, yeah. And then you do enough suboxone, suboxone. If you move too much at all, you're gonna throw the fuck up. Yeah, right. It's just the way it is. It's like heroin. You gotta sit in one spot and enjoy it for a while, or you're gonna get sick. Um, and now when I smell that scent, I. It's like it triggers something in me that I just want to throw the fuck up. <laughs> so, so when I come to Dalton's house, bring orange scented cleaner and just spray it all over his room. Uh, I will literally, we will fight. I'll spray your pillow down with it. <laughs> we will fight and I will shove all of that shit into your fucking car and you can drive home with it. <laughs> but then speaking of vanilla, um, I love the scent of vanilla. And for a long time, my dad was like didn't want me to burn vanilla candles and stuff in the house and i was always curious why when we lived in jacksonville some rats had like died up in our vents in the air conditioning or something yeah so to it was like a few like a week or something before they could get out to do anything about it the people so my parents burned vanilla candles and the house smelled like dead rotting <laughs> corpses and vanilla so like my dad then associates the smell of vanilla with death yeah. <laughs> and he's just like uh. so he's gotten over that now because it's been a long time but for for a while yeah vanilla was not a smell that i smelled often here. let me say ladies if you want to fucking like win me over don't put on perfume and shit just get some fucking vanilla extract and just dab it you know on your neck and on your wrist and shit fucking i'm gonna oh, eat trash i'm like a cupcake i always prefer like i love a good like uh perfume smell oh, yeah. or like uh like megan used to have this stuff that she would like put on her fingers and like rub it on her wrist and just like put it in certain places um and it smelled really good but bro you come at me smelling like a fucking dessert oh yeah you you're a gonna snack. get ate like a dessert you're gonna get ate. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, dude, I um, just fucking let's have a women's appreciation moment. Like y'all smell so fucking good. Like, yeah, I don't care if it's fucking yeah. cocoa butter. God damn, I love that smell. 
fucking you get like a girl that's rubbed herself all down with cocoa butter and shit jesus fucking christ bend my knees i don't know if it's because i have longer hair or whatever but i like using girly shampoo because it makes my hair smell so fucking good. oh yeah it's like, mm, like herbal essence oh uh, yeah when i get like good shit most girls are shorter than me you know i hug a girl and like you can smell that fucking girly shampoo smell yeah like y'all just y'all smell so fucking good just keep it up yeah applause <laughs> applause M- mcdonald's has partnered with you for a new celebrity meal what do you put in the Yabs Pod meal? So the Yabs Pod meal, it's going to be a soda, going to be French fries, but I'm going to give you a burger that you get to design. Mine's going to come with 10-piece chicken nuggets, but they're going to be little, they're going to be made to look like assholes. So they're going to be like a little deep fried buttholes that come in the Yabs Pod meal, but they're chicken nuggets. So... Do you want to design a burger, or are you good with the butthole nuggets? No, I'm thinking about a burger, because that could be the Jeremy Yabspod meal. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just feel like it should come with both. The Yabspod meal comes with a burger, 10 piece of buttholes, fr- fries, and a drink. Gotcha. All right. So, mine's going to be, um, if we're going McDonald's, I'm going to go uh, double quarter, two quarter pounder patties. Yeah. Texas toast, onion rings, and a Southwest sauce, which is basically... Like uh, like the stuff you get, like blooming onion sauce, yeah, or uh, it's like horseradish type sauce over it. Lettuce, you're good to go. Are the onion rings small butthole looking onion rings? Just peppered all over the sandwich. They could be, or they could be cock shaped onion peels. That too. That would go because then you could take an onion, cock shaped onion peel, and put it in your chicken butthole, chicken nugget butthole, yeah, and then you could eat them both at the same time. There you go. There you go. You have the Yazpod meal. And it comes with a toy. A dildo. And it's it's just like a little like kids meal toy sized fucking yeah, yeah. sex toy. Of some a butt sort. plug. A little butt plug. Yeah. Grimace. It's a little grimace butt yeah, plug. Yeah, a little grimace butt plug comes with every every Yazpod <laughs> meal. Huh. And it'd just be like the Yazpod <laughs> the Yazpod meal. It's for the children. Yeah, it's for the children. Speaking of Speaking of Segway. Yeah. If you go to tsmpproductions.threadless.com, <clears throat> you can now pick up the very first Yabs Pod shirt that Jeremy has designed and yes. I put up for all of your purchasing pleasures. Yep. It's for the children. Yes, it is based off the uh, Wu-Tang can, symbol and stuff, stuff. Can you see when people buy stuff on the site? Does it give you a counter of like, this item has sold this many times? Oh, I mean, it, it tells me. It like I, I get notifications like, "Hey, you've made, your artist shop has made a sale." Okay. Thing. I'm just yeah. curious if those shirts are going to sell at all. I'm going to buy one when I have some spare money because I think it's great. Well, um, I've had the steam machine stored up there for a li- like over a year, <clears throat> and I bought a shirt. My mom and dad bought a shirt. Kana bought a shirt, and uh, my buddy James bought a mug. That's it. So I mean, it's not like oh yeah, it's not gonna be a flow of money but you know it's i'm just curious if it's actually gonna sell any i'm gonna buy one for sure i think i don't know i'm not good at promoting that kind of stuff so i don't know where yeah i posted it on social media but that's about it all right so if you had to pick a genre mashup to survive in would you go with wild west horror story or lovecraftian mockumentary i'm gonna go with wild west horror story because i don't feel like people live through lovecraftian anything 
So that was going to be my exact answer was Wild West Horror Story. I can like hide. Yeah. Lovecraftian mockumentary. Oh, and that comes in from Dane, by the way. Lovecraftian mockumentary is going to mentally abuse me yeah. on and off camera. And then I'm just going to like show up in some scene and be dead as fuck. Yeah. So like, I'm just going to go with the, the Wild West Horror Story. Like, let us, whatever. At Plus least I'll we get see to the wear cowboy part. hats and shoot six shooters. Fuck yeah. You got to die. You got to die. Well, I so, guess that would used to survive. So like you said, Dane's I think, next- I think Wild West Horror Story, either you're going to survive or you're going to die. Lovecrafty and mockumentary, even if you survive, it's not necessarily going to be a good life from then on out. So, yeah. <laughs> um, next question from Dane. What is your, and I guess this might be just a question for me. Um, what is your favorite non-standard burger toppings? Yeah, I don't for eat Dane, burgers, so. Yeah. So for Dane, it's fried jalapenos, smoked poblanos, and cream cheese. And he says, trust him. And I am going to have to try that, good sir. I'm going to um, have to not try that. My favorite standard non-burger topping. So I'll give you my two favorite burgers, okay? One of them I basically described earlier. So you take Texas, nice Texas toast, and you toast it up, and you do your, your burger patty, and you do some onion rings, you do the Southwest sauce. If you have some fried jalapenos, chuck that shit on there too. Or if you have some diced jalapenos, however you want to do it. Really, really good. Um, I also like taking a burger patty and stuffing the middle of it with blue cheese and then sealing it up, cooking that up, putting it on the bun. But before I put it on the bun, I'll toss the burger in buffalo sauce and then I'll put the burger on the bun, let, uh, uh, let the cheese melt on it or whatever and then i'll put it on the bun um then i'll put some more blue cheese on there and then i'll drizzle the uh hot sauce over it and then i put those crunchy onion straws a little bit of those on top and you're good to fucking go and it is just chef's fucking kiss so i don't eat burgers but i do have something weird i do with tacos that some people turn their nose up at so hard shell tacos i put american cheese on them when i cook them at home Hard shell tacos, I will put it down in the hard shell and then put the meat over top of it so it kind of melts it. The hot meat melts it in the shell. Soft shell, I don't do it as much with soft shell because soft shell tacos with ground beef are fucking great. But I will like layer the tortilla with American cheese, put the meat in, and then wrap it so it's almost like a like a cheesy taco wrap. And yeah, I've gotten some, some funny looks for it, but it, it's fucking good. Like... Fuck them, man. If you enjoy cheeseburger it, you enjoy taco, it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I don't understand. Because yeah, they're like, "Why do you do that?" I'm like, "You realize this is ground beef that you, when you smush it into a patty and cook it on the grill, it's perfectly acceptable to put a slice of American cheese on it. Why is it not acceptable to put an American cheese on it when it's ground up and mixed with some seasonings?" Like, I have two things to say. One, I got your hot beef right here. I got your hot beef right here. Hey, and two, what's your name? <laughs> that fucking clip of that, the, that scene, shit is but it's so the two dudes funny. from Royal Rumble. Yeah. Tremendous. Um, the other thing I have to say is that uh, if you're listening, I have some hot beef for your taco if you would like. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> What type of beer do you gravitate towards when trying something new? So I don't drink beer either, but I do kind of want to find one that I can tolerate drinking, but I haven't been able to find one yet. As Dalton cracks open a beer, a Steve Weiser. 
<laughs> Man, that beer tastes suspiciously like Diet Pepsi. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Probably all the cocaine you did earlier. Yeah, just doing loads <laughs> off of it off the fucking shit-covered toilets at work. So you said that's uh, Diet Pepsi, right? Yeah. So there's a comedian. I fucking love the guy. His name's Nathan Hurd. An albino black dude with like some kind of eye problem where his eyes like twitch and shit. Does a lot of like Facebook videos, TikToks. I think I probably sent you stuff he's done. I'm trying to straighten his hand out. Yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he did what I saw today. And he said, why does Diet Pepsi taste so fucking bad? He's like, he, he said, drinking a diet, he said, compared drinking Diet Pepsi to, he said, it would be like if you lick the entire ass section of a cat. That's what Diet, diet Pepsi tastes like. <laughs> He's like, Diet Coke is not that bad. It's like, he's like, Diet Coke is like a cupcake. He's like, it's like a sugar-free cupcake. It's like, it's not really right, but you know, it's okay. But Diet Pepsi, I don't know what he's like. And when they offer you Diet Pepsi, it's almost like they're apologizing for it. It's like, we don't have Diet Coke. Is is Diet Pepsi okay? Bitch, what do you think? Hell no, it's not okay. (laughs) See, to me, Diet Pepsi tastes better than Diet Coke. Like To me, Diet Pepsi is a little sweeter. See, I like Pepsi but, over Coke. So, yeah, me too. I mean, I think um, that's a Southern thing. Like, I prefer Pepsi over Coke. But, uh, uh, you know, Pepsi's sweet. It uh, you know, tastes really good when it's sitting in your stomach. And, you know, Coke it fucking burns your nostrils and makes you fucking sweat and shit and eats nails. Yeah. Um, my favorite beer, stout. Particularly, I like oatmeal stouts, but uh. Yeah, dude, the darker the beer, the better for me. Just give me a dark, hearty beer. Anything with light in the name, I'll drink it, but I much prefer, like, if I'm getting, like, if I'm going to drink Bud, I'm going to go Budweiser, not Bud Light. Yeah. Or Budweiser. Budweiser. Which I think just means white. It's just, a, it's a white ale. <clears throat> uh, pale ale, I think. It's uh, so an American beer. <sighs> what's more deadly? The great white's gnashing teeth and his thrashing tail. Or his subtle racism. <laughs> now, now, Dane, don't you put that on my sharks. I love my sharks. They, they're they equal opportunity predators. Why has he got to be a great white shark? Yeah. Why got to be a great white? black shark? <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't it be a great Filipino shark? <laughs> um, um, I mean, either way. Yeah. I'm going to say them, te- them teeth going to fuck you up. I'm going to go with the teeth The racism is going to hurt me on the inside, but the teeth are going to hurt me on the outside. (laughs) This racism's killing me on the inside. (laughs) All right. Oh, holy shit. This is the last question. It's just super long. So, is he racist to the the screaming black dolphins from Family Guy? (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like if he was standing there, he would raise a fin straight up. The shark, the shark, the shark, the shark, the shark attacked me. It bit my leg. It bit the bottom of my leg off. And, and I swear, I swear, I swear, it said the N word when it was swimming by, swimming away. It said, it said, keep your, keep your N word ass out of my ocean. And I was like, what the hell, shark? What did I ever do to you? And he said something about Zig Heil, and he swam away. <laughs> uh, I don't know who. I don't know who Sid Hale is, but that sure does sound like a bad fucking situation there, buddy. And then all of a sudden, I noticed that this great white shark was about 20 hundred stories tall. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the great white shark looked at me and he said, 
Can I get about tree fitting? <laughs> so I was swimming in that damn ocean, and a shark came up and attacked me. And I said, shark, I'll do anything. What do you want? And the shark looked at me, and he said, I'm going to need about tree fitting. And it was about that time that I noticed the shark was 30, 30 buildings high and was a creature from the Paleolithic era. And I said, God damn it, shark. I ain't got no goddamn 350. You leave me alone, Loch Ness Monster. This ain't no shark. It's the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, my God. All right. Our, uh, our Yav Spot D&D is in session. Yes. In the zombie apocalypse scenario, you've been on the road to the snack cake factory for days, and pickings have been slim. You've noticed signs of other survivors in the area, capped zombies, recently extinguished campfires, blue chew wrappers, but no living people. You set up camp for the night in a ransacked pipe dreams on the corner of Main Street and sleep in shifts. You hear a disturbance in the middle of the night and peek out to investigate. <laughs> a woman in what can be best described as a Final Fantasy X-2 cosplay is standing on a bus in a clear panic. A man dressed in a bright teal tuxedo appears to be sneaking onto the bus behind her, and a group of what appears to be four zombies in punk rock furry attire are shambling towards the duo. Teal Tux withdraws a pistol. Discount Yuna is frozen by the sight of the oncoming dead. And the furry green day have surrounded the bus. Do you intervene? Whose side do you take? Remember, you still only have three bullets and a cricket bat. So I'm gonna I'm gonna frame this scenario as Dalton's asleep and I'm the one who hears the disturbance. So I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna bust a cap in tuxedo's the back of tuxedo's head. That's gonna fucking freak out all the zombies in the area. So Dalton's going to wake up. And he's going to be like, what the fuck was that? And I'm going to be like, get the shit. We got to go. I'm going to run over. Well, grab the chick. You know, maybe cop a feel. I don't know. The rules are Jesus weird. Jesus Christ. But I'm going <laughs> to grab her. I'm going to fucking jump off the bus. Load her in our vehicle. We're going to fucking do it. We're going to haul ass. I'm going to have the cricket bat hanging out the window. I'm going to crack the fucking zombies, uh, furries, as we're driving by. Just for fun. I'm, I don't even know if I kill them. Just crack the first one in the head. Knock them down like fucking dominoes. And then we're going to get back on the road with our new concubine. Okay. Let's flip that scenario. Okay. You're still asleep. I wake up. I'm not going to waste our precious ammo. But what I am going to do is I'm going to grab that cricket bat. And I'm going to run. And I'm going to go up on behind him. Like if he's getting up onto the bus, I'm going to crack him right in the fucking shin. It's going to drop him. I'm going to, or at least drop him to one knee. And then I'm going to crack him in the head with the bat. And at that point, I'm going to toss him down to the zombies that are below. That way, they're distracted. There's been no gunfire to alert all the other zombies in the area. And I tell that chick, shh, come with me. <clears throat> and either that or I'll just like, if she's hurt or whatever, I'll throw her over my shoulder and, and be yeah. like, you can do your summoning later, bitch. Let's go. And I'd bring her back to you, and I'd wake you up and be like, hey, 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 we need to go. And then- I'm going to be like, who the uh, fuck is what? this chick? And then we eat the edibles we found in the back of the store, and we Eiffel Tower her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move on. And then we move on. 
Oh, in my scenario, I also pick up the guy's gun after I shoot him in the head. Did so, he say that he had a gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He withdraws a pistol. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to shoot him with one of our bullets, <clears throat> but then I'm going to take his gun, which hopefully has more bullets in it. We'll have to wait and see what Dane says about that. But, yeah, I'm going to create a ruckus, and then we're going to get the fuck out of there because that's just how I roll. <laughs> this is just like, this. these are two ways you can play Metal Gear. Yeah. You can do it Jeremy's way or you can do it my way. You can sneak so, or you can go in guns blazing. So my idea of guns blazing is if Tuxedo had other people with him, if he was like a group and they were trying to catch this girl, they would hear the gunshot too. They would come out to investigate and the swarm of zombies who heard the gunshot would turn on them and kill all of them too. So at the very least, kill some of them and deplete some of their ammo and resources. So... While we're getting the fuck out of there. Well, all righty, sir. That brings us to some house cleaning. Yes, sir. If you'd, if you'd like to send us an email, ask us something anonymously, or if you just want to send us pictures of your butthole, wieners, titties, vaginas. Whatever. I'll throw your feet in there. I don't give a fuck. We'll look at Yet it. Another we'll critique it, and we'll, we'll respond with a review. We'll review on air. Which yes. We won't give the name if you don't want, but uh, yet another BS pod at gmail.com. You're going to find us on Facebook. Over there with uh, Santos, James Hall, and Tumbleweeds. Facebook.com slash groups slash yet another BS podcast. You want to find us on Twitter. It's at Yabs Pod. You can find him at Just Call Me Jezza. You can find me at Super Nerd Dalton. Uh, you want to check out the website that's far behind, and I apologize. Yabspod.wordpress.com. Uh, if you would like to support the show, <clears throat> which would mean a lot to us, um, Patreon.com slash Yabs Pod. $1 a month gets you uh early access to the episodes and a shout out on each and every episode five dollars a month gets you the extra episodes that we also do each and every month um and i'd like to give a special shout out to our patrons jeff kana megan team retrogue and ostara y'all rock jeremy is there anything else on your mind my good sir Mm, remember everyone's hands are bisexual and on that note take it easy
with anxiety before.
noise inside my head The world vibrating With a cool cacophony Flooded with the thoughts my mind has bled
that strong I just wanna hear you Saying baby let's go I still need you